Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. I know that you're doing a lot of different things, but let's let's talk first about your your accelerator that you're working on to help businesses really uh, and this is I believe being supported by Enterprise Singapore. Uh, tell us a bit about that, what that means for companies that are trying to start up. Being in Excel Point for so many years, you know, it started by my father. Uh, we see that we are very strong in semiconductor chips and we see big technologies coming from the US, from Europe, from even China, right? Uh, we see the supply chain being really, really strong. Mm. Um, and in the recent years, I think a lot of um, Singapore startups and talent um, coming up from A-Star, you know, the universities, they, they all want um, to showcase their talents and their hardware technologies. But I think we, we see the big gap in that. Uh, whereby they don't have the market access, they don't have the technology access, and they're always looking for someone to find that channel for them. So I think we got linked up to a couple of them. We spoke to them and we, dis- and we saw that the main challenge was the acceleration and the commercialization problems that they were facing. Excel- so acceleration we- in what way? As a business trying to get the business going? Is that what you mean? Yes. So trying to find that first um, revenue or trying to find that first big customer that would allow them to place themselves um, not just within Singapore, which is a small market, but, you know, a good, a very good hub. But uh, it is for them to really reach a scalability that they can grow sustainably. Mm. Um, they can get their first, um, you know, revenue. Yeah. So we see this and we realize that Excel Point has that ability to bridge them with different markets. And therefore, I think this was how we started talking to them more, um, understanding their needs and also tapping into our own resources and seeing how we can then play this part to help them go to market. So that's why, you know, we use the term go to market because I think that's the that's the main thing that they are lack of. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been doing this now? I've been in Excel Point for six years um, for the Planet Spark Innovation Center itself, helping startups. I think we've been talking to them for the past two to three years. Yeah. yeah. How many how many uh, startups do you reckon that you've helped in that time to get to that go to market strategy uh, point? So over the years, I think we've helped uh, different startups from different countries as well because they integrate their solutions with us. Um, I would say, uh, you know, for Singapore local startups, we have really been very involved with um, at least five startups that we have really, really brought them to different markets, you know, of which I think one of them is a thermal sensing. And mm. I mean, COVID was an unexpected twist to everybody, but it has, you know, presented some opportunities for these startups because they're in thermal sensing and you see them everywhere now in shopping malls, you know. Um, hawkers and yeah so i think they play a very important part of our lives now yeah certainly a right time right place kind of story isn't it Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking with Wei Li Ying, the managing director of Planet Spark, when you when you look at Excel Points, a legacy company, you, you know your father started it. How did the concept of Planet Spark come about? When when there were so many other things that you could have have really focused on, I know you talked about wanting to make a difference with startups, and 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 when we look at that that value add, uh, it, does it fit in naturally with Excel Point, or or is it kind of a bolt on? So I think I see it from probably three angles, right? So one is the business legacy that um, I, I realize um, the importance, you know. Um, number two, the leadership is always there. And number three, I think it's the people. Um, so I have been in the company for a while and um, I realized that in Excel Point itself, all three have been done really, really well. 
um, in the past 30 years. And um, so what's next? You know, I always ask myself, what's next? Um, I look at the business. Um, I try to, to um, speak to the leaders and, and ask them, what, what challenges are you facing? And I think um, personally for me, I've always wanted to fill gaps. Uh, I enjoy building businesses and trying to value add um, my strengths in the business. And so I think one big thing is um, people. So how do we create a more vibrant environment um, to look at the new millennials, the new generations that are coming in? What do they want? What do they need? Um, at the same time, I think the business itself gave a lot of um, connections. So we get a lot of connections as well. And um, how do we maximize all these tech, um, connections and technologies and you know the access that we get? So putting everything together, I think it did, it did take me quite a while to understand and speak to different parties and, and the, the entire idea of Planet Spark, like it just sparked me one day. Um, and, and we see that we are going to be very, very uh, important in this supply chain. And so that's, that's how the entire concept came about as well. Li Yang, that's a, that's a lot of moving parts to deal with uh, for even one company, <laughs> let alone when you're trying to work with a lot of other companies uh, at the same time. And these last nine okay. months, if, if nothing else, companies have seen how important it is to have their digital presence, their online presence rock solid, right, and be able to communicate and deliver through digital and online channels. What are some of the challenges that you see with some of these technopreneur startups as it relates to that, or are they pretty good already when it comes to their digital journey, their digital delivery? Actually, I mean, startups, especially in Singapore, if you look at them, a lot of them are engineers who want to um, showcase their technologies. You know, they may be researchers. Mm. And honestly speaking, they may be, they, they, they range from different age groups. And I think digitalization is really something that popped up just like what you said, right? Just within the, the past nine months or, or a year or so. Right. And everyone is talking about digitalization, innovation. Um, they do struggle. And uh, when they come to us, uh, they said, how am I going to be able to showcase technologies to the world? If, if I can't travel, if I can't be putting my showcase, um, sending it over and, and being there to explain how it works. And again, so this is where Planet Spark comes in. We, we see the importance of innovation and digitalization and what we do is that uh, we are now working a lot on digital marketing. So again, something very different from legacy, but we look at putting together stories and solutions um, through our potential webinars that we're going to do, um, you know, to, to allow our markets and our customers to be able to see these solutions and, and you know, ask questions through the webinar. And, and I think this gives an engagement and interaction between the startups, between the customers, and it gives them a good feedback about whether the technologies are actually um, practical, whether is it applicable in the, in the current market. You're wearing a number of different hats, and one of them is, is founder of Ying the Label, which you've been involved with for quite some time. Tell us about that. First of all, does that fit into Planet Spark at all? Is it completely separate? And what's happening with, your, uh, with Ying the Label? Well, it is definitely completely separated. Uh, it's practically a different spectrum, I would have to say. Um, and I think, I think Ying the Label, yeah, I founded it about six years ago as well. And I think it's really my creative outlet. Mm. I believe everyone needs that 
creative outlet somewhere. And, um, you know, to me, I think that is where I put my passion to play. And I think over the years, it's evolved into a business. Um, I do painting. I love to paint in my own time. And there was just one day I decided, you know, what am I going to do with all the paintings that are in my house? Um, and, and, you know, my mom used to, I, I think she's tuning in, tuning in as well. But, you know, my mom used to tell me that, you know, you if you're an artist in Singapore, you, you might not get anywhere. So, so I think... Um, this is a concern so I, of I, many parents in Singapore, I believe, if their children say they're going to be an artist. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, the art scene in Singapore. And, yeah. and I mean, I, I do agree with that, you know, having come this journey so far. And, um, and one day I just chanced upon the ability to actually translate them onto fabrics. And, and I started making clothes out of them. Yeah, so that hmm. was how Yang the label started. And I think through it all, I've grown quite organically, you know, just, just wanting to enjoy my job and wanting to enjoy what I do. Um, you know, I mean, toggling between all of these, I think there is one underlying um, factor, which is that um, it, it gives me the ability to look at businesses and grow them in creative ways and in mm. different ways. Mm. So I think that's something that binds everything together. And I think so far, I'm still enjoying my journey. We have a comment from Eric Kong. He says, I believe there is a heightened awareness and urgency to build resiliency into the business, not just uh, continuity. Planet Spark will play a very important role in uh, putting uh, Singapore on the world map. So that's kind of interesting, that uh, that comment. Uh, when you look at the different you, – you mentioned you use yeah. these different elements of your own personal life to then help other companies think in a more creative way. What do you feel is the – status of creativity in Singapore, I'll just put it that way, the level of creativity uh-huh. or innovation that's happening here. Is it what it needs to be? The, there's, you know, For a long time, there has been kind of a bad rap that Singapore has gotten uh, in terms of its level of creativity. What, what are you seeing, uh, maybe some of the bright sparks along that topic? Mm. Well, I think it has evolved uh, and it's much better now. We, we see, you know, through again COVID, I think a lot of companies are coming up with a lot of creative ways that you've not seen before and they've never thought about different things that um, that they are thinking now in the past, you mm. know, um, even down to the systems that they're creating. Um, you see all these startups now engaging even more. Um, they're actually doing up their websites, which they probably never did in the past. Right. Um, I, think, um, I think the creativity level has increased a lot um, and it's it might be forced, but I think it's a good it's a good opportunity for them to showcase it. And I think on Singapore, we see a lot of um, new opportunities. I think even coming down from the government sectors, right? Um, they are pushing for um, grants to digitalize your companies, and I think these are actually giving people um, that opening door towards just thinking out of the box. And and I think it's going to change and become even better. Yeah. yeah. Betty Lee says hi, by the way, a colleague of yours from Excel Point, and uh, To Li Yi wow. as well. Uh, again, we are in the Li Ying show here today. This isn't Money FM. <laughs> this is your show. Uh, doing a great job here on uh, Facebook Live today. Uh, let's look forward. You know, we, There are many predictions about the next six months and how hard the next six months are going to be for uh, SMEs as well as MNCs. Are you concerned about the future of some of these smaller companies that are still trying to get a foothold in the business world and, and the massive uh, headwinds that we are economic headwinds that we are all expecting to come at us uh, as some of the government subsidies run out and as we hit Q4 and then Q1 of next year. 
So I think um, for us, uh, for, for SMEs, for sure, I think a lot of concerns are that, um, you know, looking at the economic situation, um, you know, they are worried. But I feel that a lot of good SMEs, including, say, you know, um, even smaller ones, I think if they have a foothold across um, the globe, right? So I think that's very important. Global, um, you know, looking at the globe instead of just one country itself, um, it actually sets a very good, um, diversity within the company mm-hmm. and I think it gives a lot of um, opportunities abroad. So I personally am not really worried because I think different chances would, would, would come out you know, of, of crisis and, and pandemic. So I think the most important thing is to keep the core, uh, keep the legacy and keep the strength, but always adapt to a new um, you know, a, a new opportunity that comes your way. So I think for us, again, like maybe, you know, bringing it back to the electronics, right? I think a lot of people are now working from home. And I think we see that there is a lot of people requiring, say, even your headphones, which, you know, in the past, it was kind of just like a, a hobby. You know, I, I use it when I'm gaming and things like that. But now they're actually <laughs> looking at investing in a good headphone. Um, and all these kind of things actually flow down the supply chain and gives opportunities yeah. to a lot of companies yeah, down there, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Okay, we're going to close off on a, a more personal question. This comes from Betty Lee, your colleague. Um, it's not easy to juggle many hats. How do you keep your energy up and maintain your health? Well, that's a very important question. <laughs> I think, um, well, I exercise a lot. Uh, you know, it's my way of thinking through um, thoughts that I have throughout the day. Um, I like to sweat it out. I think that's probably one of my best way of distressing. And I think for me, prioritizing and knowing um, and putting them into different compartments in my head is very important because I, I do look at it from a very business perspective and then I toggle to something that's more creative, like what am I going to paint today? What did I get inspired by today? So mm. I think I put them into blocks and I try to um, find the right time to actually resolve that block and, and actually get my work done. So, Are, are you painting yeah. every day? I don't paint every day. Um, sometimes it, it comes to me, you know, I feel like today is the day that I'm going to paint. And I let it be. I let it be. And, and um, I think it feels better that way because it gives you that true natural inspiration. Yeah. yeah. What do we have to look forward to from Fui Li Ying? What do, where are you going next? Well, I think now I am putting a lot of focus into Planet Spark itself. I really, really um, personally hope that I can continue to value it to all the startups and being able to give my, uh, put in my creative thoughts into these companies, even though they are hardware. I believe, you know, that creativity in collaborations and um, giving them this, this, this kind of um, new injection, right, uh, will excite everybody. And I think for me itself, um, I just want to continue inspiring and I just want to continue showing where my strength and passion can, can go towards. So I think, yeah, more creativity, definitely. Yeah. Very interesting. And there is a great article on you in the Peak magazine, uh, one of our sister publications here at um, Money FM. Uh, how was that? How was doing that uh, article for you? Well, it was it was really fun. I think it was one of the first articles I officially, you know, did with my father. With yeah. you know, for us having a shoot together, we even did a video together. There's a nice picture um, of you two together in the in the cover of the of the photograph. Yes, yes. So I mean, it was really, um, you know, a talk about how both of us view view the the current business situations and future visions as well. So I think 
yeah, it was a fun shoot and it was a very, very good article talking about innovations. Yeah. Mm, that's in uh, this edition of The Peak. Uh, hey, thank you so much for your time today. It's been really interesting talking with you and to hear about the different things you're doing, how you're blending them together. And at the end of the day, just trying to make sure that you're helping other businesses to succeed. It's fantastic. What a great story. Thank you so much. Yeah, we definitely hope to see more business succeed. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.